Last week, we talked about how our God is a 24-7 God and why encouraging ourselves in Him is far more effective than when we depend on worldly solutions. This week, we are going to continue with our EYL series. Just in case you did not get that, EYL stands for Encourage Yourself in the Lord. Just kind of wanted to give it an acronym just for all of us to be able to remember it easily. Um, yeah, and we are currently in, in, in our episode three of our podcast. God has really blessed a lot of people this past three weeks, and, and I continue to be in awe of how he's been speaking to so many hearts through this podcast. And I pray that our family in Christ will just continue to grow and flourish in, in wisdom from the Lord and love for other people and for one another. Um, yeah. Also, guys, um, before I continue, please allow me to extend my heartfelt gratitude for all the birthday love and wishes you brought me last Saturday. Thank you guys so much. You made me feel so special and loved. And, and I'm happy to be doing life with Christ at 24. I'm excited for what he has in store for me. I know that there will be more. Um, I can only expect the best from God. And my prayer is to just really you know, be always available for when he wants to use me. Thank you, Jesus. In this week's episode, we will be talking about how God is a sovereign God and how he is sovereign over everything in our trials and our afflictions and our challenges and, and in everything. And because he is sovereign over all. He knows how to fight your battles for you. I hope you guys enjoy this episode. Be blessed to bless. We like to take control. As humans, I feel like it's in our DNA that we always want things to go our own way. And when things don't happen the way we plan them to, we get so frustrated and feel like, you know what, nothing is going right with my life anymore. Like, I don't even know anymore. And you know, like you suddenly feel so heavy inside and you worry a little more each day until boom. Am I depressed or what? In the last week's episode, we talked about how no one is immune to the struggles of life, not even Christians. And some of our struggles are even heavier than we can bear. But you know what? Thanks be to Jesus. In John 16, 33, he says, In this world you will have trouble, but take heart, I have overcome the world. Life is tough. And those who follow Christ their lives are even tougher. Following Christ is costly. You get persecuted by your faith. You lose friends. You lose in relationships. And you'll have also to surrender your desires. And, and most especially, you will have to lose control over your entire life. Your decisions won't depend on you anymore. We don't follow Christ to just have financial prosperity or for good physical health or to have perfect relationships. You know, we don't follow Christ just so we can be blessed. 
we follow Jesus because we acknowledge that he is Lord. We don't follow him just for what he can provide for us, but we follow him for who he really is. Jesus, the perfecter of our faith, the savior of our souls, who died for our sins, has endured the cross and is now seated at the right hand of the Father. Guys, did you know that these five words, Christ died for our sins, are the most beautiful words in the scriptures. Christ died for our sins so that in our struggles, we can be encouraged to not lose heart and not grow weary, knowing that if we already are saved through accepting Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior, we know that it's already finished. It's been done. No matter what happens in life, we win in the end. We know that our final destination is in heaven. And in Christ, we are able to live confidently by God's promises while we're still here on earth. It's a matter of having an eternal perspective and a continued encounter with the Lord amidst of trials. Now, there's like a million promises of God that's written in the Bible, right? And it really helps us all when we stock them up in our hearts and memorize them. Personally, um, my favorite promise to rest upon is Romans 8.28. It says, um, And we know that in all things God works for the good of those who love him, who have been called according to his purpose. We don't feel, we don't hope, but we know. I love this verse so much because it gives me the confidence, the assurance that no matter the inevitable difficulties in my life. I know that God is working all things to bring about good in my life. If we truly are believers, God will use all our struggles for his glory. And even when we don't understand at the time why we have to go through certain trials, we can rest upon the truth that God is in full control and he knows what he's doing. We can rest in the promise that God will never lead us where he won't go. I don't know if you guys have already seen the movie Soul Surfer, but just in case you haven't, please do watch it. This movie is absolutely nothing short of beautiful. And it's actually based on a true story of a professional surfer who lost her arm due to a shark attack while she was training for a competition. And... I remember the scene where she was talking to her spiritual leader, um, who in the movie was Carrie Underwood. I don't know if you know Carrie Underwood, but she's the singer behind one of the most popular songs in the early 2000s. Jesus, take the wheel, take it from my hand. Or, you know, American Idol. She used to be an American Idol, uh, whichever is easier for you to remember her. But anyway, yeah, so in that scene, this surfer, Bethany Hamilton, after losing her arm, asked this question. How can this be God's plan for me? Mind you guys, that surfing is a physical sport which requires you to have a fully abled body to do. But Bethany Hamilton, despite of losing an arm, she remained steadfast in the Lord and continued to do what she loves to do. 
She continued to serve, believing that she can do all things through Christ who strengthens her. Today, Bethany continues to inspire a lot of people and has become one of the most influential surfers of all time. In one of her interviews, she even said, Everything that has come has shown me that he is real and that he loves me and he loves you. It's just interesting and cool. Like, how can someone who just lost her arm say that what happened to her is interesting and cool? Like, how? I mean, that, that's, just, that's just amazing. That, that's God's peace that surpasses all understanding. And that's what we get when we put all of our hope and our trust in Jesus. Cue in the song, Waymaker! Waymaker, miracle worker, promise keeper, light in the darkness, my God, that is who you are. So we don't only focus on the way, we don't only focus on the miracle, we don't only focus on the promise, but we focus on who makes those things possible, right? It's God. So you see, guys, in Christ, no struggle is ever wasted. James chapter 1, verses 2 to 4 says, Consider it pure joy, my brothers and sisters, whenever you face trials of many kinds. Trials of many kinds. Because you know that the testing of your faith produces perseverance. Let perseverance finish its work so that you may be mature and complete, not lacking anything. To make it simpler, uh, for all of us, scripture is saying that when there are trials, there is testing of our faith. And in the testing of our faith, there is endurance. There's perseverance in which our character will also develop and we become shaped more and more like Jesus. And to become shaped more and more like Jesus is becoming mature and complete. It's in our trials that our minds, our habits, our feelings, our bodies... And even our, our desires are, are being shaped by God. So um, the next time you're in a difficult time, tell yourself this. Something good is going to come out of this struggle. Psalm 126 verse 5. Those who sow in tears shall reap in joy. Those who sow in tears shall reap in joy. We can rest in this beautiful promise. There's a rainbow always after the rain. Eh. Pagkatapos ng pagsubok natin, we always come out stronger, wiser, and better. Diba? Without suffering, wala din tayong mga learnings. So let's count it all joy, guys, because we're learning, we're growing, we're maturing. Diba? Joy in the sense now, count it all joy. Joy in the sense na even when you're not feeling happy, you know for yourself that you're still joyful, that you're still a joyful person. Happiness is an emotion kasi. It's just a feeling that's actually rooted in our circumstances. Like, I'm happy today because I just got hired. I'm happy today because someone just gave me a gift or someone just bought me flowers. Happiness is something you can pair up with an experience that makes you feel good. It's just a feeling. While joy, joy on the other hand, is an attitude of the heart and the spirit. 
And joy can still exist even when you're feeling sad, hurt, or discouraged. Joy is choosing to delight in God and rejoice in all things, no matter the circumstances. Like, personally, I'm not happy all the time. Like, it's just impossible to feel happy all the time. I also have my own share of struggles. Sometimes my heart would feel so heavy, I cry myself to sleep too. But at the end of the day, I remind myself that I am a joyful person. Kasi, I have Jesus in my heart. Even when I'm feeling sad, I know that the Holy Spirit now lives in me. And because the Holy Spirit now lives in me, I have joy. Because joy is an element of the Holy Spirit's fruit. And therefore, no circumstances, event, or human can take that joy away from my heart. Even when there's no reason to smile at all, I am joyful. If you love and accepted Jesus Christ, you too are joyful, even when you're feeling depressed. Kasi hindi ka naman talaga depressed. Okay ka lang. You're just going through something. And what you're going through right now is not your entire story. Rather, it's just a scene in your story. Don't lose hope. Don't allow your misery to rule over you. Don't let the enemy get to you. 1 Peter chapter 5, verse 8 says, Be sober-minded. Be alert. Your adversary, the devil, is prowling around like a roaring lion, looking for anyone he can devour. It really helps us when we start to recognize that we have an enemy. May kalaban tayo. Who continuously feeds us with lies. So that we can get discouraged, so that we give up, so that we you know you, you, you feel insecure or, you know, all those negative thoughts. They all come from the enemy. The enemy can rule over your mind, however, only if you allow him to. So don't. Acknowledge that you are more powerful because Jesus Christ lives in you. We'll talk more about spiritual warfare in the later seasons of the podcast and we'll invite We'll definitely invite more people who are, you know, already really mature in the faith as well to help us fully understand what spiritual battle really is and how we are given the privilege to put on the full armor of God to win that battle. But you know what? Even so now, as long as we abide in the Lord and his word, we can be confident confident <laughs> that we can fight whatever battle that comes our way. Because then again... God is with us all the time, 24-7 God. And he is there to fight our battles for us. But how? Surrender. Surrender everything to God. Every little thing, every big thing, lightweight, heavyweight, surrender. Surrender your battles to him. Surrender yourself in prayer. Let go and let God I'm pretty sure you've heard that a couple of times already, but the question relies now on whether or not you really know how to trust him. Do you know how to really trust him? Sometimes, kasi, we say we trust God, yet we still worry. We still take matters into our own hands. We just like to keep fixing things, don't we? Guys, to surrender is to fully lose control of our situation and trust God that he will fight for us. But even so, then, no. Um, 
like even when you have an idea, I think I, I already talked about this as well in the last episode, even when you already have somewhat like an idea on how to handle your problem, you should still be able to um, surrender your situation to God in prayer, like surrender and ask him for direction, for instruction. Lord, um, you know what? Like I have a couple things in my mind what to do about this situation, but I want to surrender it to you because I know that you know better. Psalm 46 verse 10, God says, be still and know that I am God. While I was doing my research, I found out that there's actually two interpretations with regards to who God is addressing in this verse. One suggests that he is directly speaking to Israel's enemies. And the other one is that he is directly speaking to Israel, his chosen people. But what I have actually gathered from both is that the tone of this verse is, is God saying, stop fighting, stop trying to do things on your own. I am the Lord, your refuge and strength. I am sovereign over all, even over your battles. You have nothing to fear or worry when I am with you. Acknowledge who I am. Know who I am. Remember and, you know, just embrace what I can do. I am God, so let me be God. Wow. Isn't it amazing to know that we have a great big God who is always ready to fight our battles for us? Like, like kung sabi-saya pa pinanggaan nato, we are just so privileged, aren't we? We're just privileged recipients of God's love. Let's reflect on that. Yeah? Let's embrace how truly awesome it is to just be under God's amazing grace. Let's reflect at how powerful he really is to speak into our own struggles and say, stop, stop right now. 2 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 9, My grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in weakness. We can never rely on our own strength, guys. God simply wants us to surrender our inadequacy so that he can fill us up with his own strength. I love this verse so much because, well, um, most of the time I feel like I'm a slow person or something like that. Like I, I acknowledge that I am a weak person, but I'm able to keep up with life every single day because God's grace is sufficient for me every day. And Sabi nga ni Paul, diba? Therefore, I will boast all the more gladly about my weaknesses so that Christ's power may rest in me. Wow. Like, before I used to think like, oh my gosh, like, I'm so weak. Like, mm, like wala akong magawang tama. Like, everything I touch, I damage. You know, I used to think like that before. And... You know, it's just so amazing how, how Jesus transformed my heart. And now I don't think of myself that way anymore. Because I know that even when I am weak, the power of Jesus rests on me. And it's amazing to be under his power. It's amazing to be under his will. You know, there's, there's no reason to be insecure anymore. There's no reason for me to tell myself, nah, I... I'm just nothing. I can't do anything, right? Because, I'm so loved. And I know that you can feel like that as well. 
if you just really embrace how amazing it is to be truly in Christ, guys, like God loves you so much. Jesus loves you so, so much, more than you will ever know. Embrace it, you know, like it's it's a free gift of grace. Ang galing lang. So um, I'm really praying. I pray that, you know, we all can really take something out of this episode. I pray that we all will be able to apply everything that we've learned today. Also speaking to myself, um, we all need to be reminded from time to time. And I know that, you know, we are all a work in progress too. So yeah, I'm happy to be sharing and learning a lot of things with you guys as well. Speaking of sharing, it's testimony time. Um, well, I know this podcast is a little different because like, we're not really like interactive with our guest, but um, it's nice. It's really good. I'm still very grateful to have someone uh, share their testimony in every episode that we will have. So um, yeah, this week's guest is a very close friend of mine. Our friendship started back when we were in college in 2013. And since then, our friendship has continued to grow more steadfast in the Lord. I am so grateful that even though we're miles apart and are obviously pursuing different dreams, different things, God is able to keep us closer together through His Word. The girls who used to be so concerned about status, rank, and validation from other people are now getting to embrace their true identity in Christ. And what really led us here are the struggles and trials that we both have endured together at the same time last year. I mean, we didn't go through the same struggle together together, nor did we like go through, you know, like, the same kind of struggle that I got, but the time of the testing was um, the same. But you know what, guys? Mm, I really got to give it to this girl because what she went through is like, I don't know. I feel like I wouldn't do a great job at handling it if I was in her shoes. Knowing this girl for so many years already, I know how strong she has been and, and even all the more now that she has learned to acknowledge that her strength actually comes from God. Everybody... My sister, my best friend, Jessa Bella Apuda, to share how she encouraged herself in the Lord in her time of persecution and struggles. Thank you, Kai. And yes, praise Jesus for allowing me to share His greatness on this podcast. Hallelujah to the Lord. Praise the Lord. So the question is, how did I encourage myself in the Lord? As a young adult, I could say... Last year, 2019, was my toughest year so far. Though I struggled in the past years, but 2019 was incomparable. It was a time that God really tested me so, so bad. But looking back, I couldn't be more grateful. Because, see, we have this pandemic in 2020, but I think I won't be able to appreciate or understand why God sent this pandemic to us if it wasn't because he showed his greatness to me last year. The story was that by his grace and his will, I got hired in a Dubai company. So I flew to Dubai, you know, very excited, full of enthusiasm, energy. I think I packed all my dreams in that small luggage I brought here. But like the common saying, expect the unexpected. I didn't expect to have 
unhealthy relationship with my employer, like super unhealthy, to the extent that I completely lost my confidence, myself, as in total darkness. I feel that time I was in a cave, in total darkness, alone with no torch or light or something. I feel everything was against me. That time I worked so hard, very passionate. Well, today, up to today, I worked so hard. I'm very passionate to build my career. But 2019, I feel I was treated more as a liability than an asset in a company. So my confidence, my hope, my dreams, I could no longer visualize them. My, the love of my family and friends, I could no longer feel. Everything was against me. It was negativity and the like. But I tell you, thank God. God's words healed me. By simply reading the scriptures and saying a short prayer every morning or before going to bed, his words, his message, the Holy Spirit, they fueled my heart with the courage I needed during those times. I'm grateful because I met people who encouraged me to believe in God no matter how confused I was. They kept on saying, believe and never doubt. So I kept that in my heart as well. Believe and never doubt. One time, I want, you, I want to give you a, one instance, though this is a small situation, but it was recurring. It was not only one time, but for, I think, one year. I went out of the office to meet our business partner. And because our company was trying to save, so we cut down our expenses. I only have a train card as a transportation allowance. So after getting down from the train, I think I walked approximately one kilometer from the train station going to that business partner's company. And my God, 46 degrees Celsius. I was walking under the heat of the sun, 46 degrees Celsius. Yes, welcome to the Middle East. So I was so focused on walking because I don't want to burn my skin. I was not able to attend my boss's message. And then he called me. He yelled at me and saying harsh words like, I'm going to terminate you, you're useless, all these things. Just because I was late with my response. And again, it was not only the first time he did that to me. I will terminate you. You're not giving back to the company. Not one dear home was telling me all the harsh words. Well, I've moved on and I've forgiven him. So the day ended... And I was brokenhearted. I went straight to the church to heal my heart. God is my healer. He is my champion. Well, everyone's champion. And then the sermon at that time was Matthew chapter 23, verse 12. For those who exalt themselves will be humbled. And those who humble themselves will be exalted. Immediately, I saw the light. Like, aha, I had an aha moment. God has spoken to me. Then I remembered Exodus chapter 14, verse 14. The Lord will fight for you. You need only to be still. By encouraging yourself in the Lord, no matter how confused you are, whether you are doing it properly or not during your prayer time, makes a huge impact in your life. Small actions matter. Don't worry about that. Believe and never doubt. Though I question God many times, what was happening to me? What did I do wrong? Why am I punished this way? The scriptures alone was enough for me to hold on and understand. Matthew chapter 6, verse 33. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you, which is so true. If you put God the center of everything you do, all the goodness, the blessings will overflow. 
I kept questioning God. Yes, I admit that. But at the same time, I was also trying hard to know Him, to study, and to dwell on the truth. I've learned from that experience, Jeremiah chapter 29, verse 11. And this is my favorite verse. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you and not to harm you. Plans to give you hope and a future. And guess what, my dear brothers and sisters? Here I am now, anxiety-free. Anxiety-free. So blessed that I am now in a new company, motivated and respected. It feels so good to be respected. I prayed so hard to God to heal me and answer my desires. And it's true. Matthew chapter 7, verse 7. Ask, and it shall be given you. Seek, and you shall find. Knock, and it shall be opened unto you. I praise God for this new milestone. And I am encouraging every one of you who are listening to this podcast to stay closer to God, even if you don't understand for now. Am I doing the right thing? Am I really believing in God? Is my faith really in-depth? Well, guys, He will provide you the wisdom. Don't worry. Encourage yourself in the Lord, and you will see the blessings. Glory to God. Thank you so much, Kai. There we have it, guys. Um, I don't know about you, but I feel so blessed by this testimony. Even when, at the, at the very first time that she shared to me about, um, about her struggle, especially at work in a different country, I, like, I'm just like, wow, Lord, you're amazing. Yeah, like I just really feel so blessed and I really hope you are too, guys. Like we can we can really take away a lot from this. It's a good reminder to keep pressing in even when we feel completely crushed and confused by the challenges of life. Just like what Bella said, cling in to God, stay close to him even though you don't understand what's going on. Just trust that he has your very best interest in mind. God knows what is best for us. We don't. So what are we going to do? Two words. Lose control. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord, for your wisdom today. I pray over this person who is listening right now to find strength and refuge in you, Lord God that he or she may learn to acknowledge your sovereignty over his or her life, that he or she may be able to have a new perspective towards the challenges of this life and to just count it all joy, Lord God. We may always remember, Lord, that your power is made perfect in weakness. Thank you for all your living promises, Lord God. Thank you that we all can rest upon those promises, Lord God, both in our comfort and in our struggles. All glory to you, Lord. In Jesus' name, we ask and pray. Amen. Salamat kaayo. Thank you so much. This is your host, Mikaela of the Mark 950 podcast. I hope you've been blessed by this word today. And I'll catch you guys on the next episode.